everybody, and welcome to episode three of the podcast for teaching and learning. Today, we sit down with Hannah Shumsky, a senior secondary education major and communication minor, and Brianna Spagnolo, a sophomore biology major, to gain their perspective on learning in the midst of a pandemic. You'll hear from Hannah and Brianna as they share their past and current experiences as an SRU student. Take a listen. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Episode three. Our guests today are two absolutely uh, amazing young ladies who also happen to be students at Slippery Rock University. Uh, We have Hannah Shumsky. Hannah is a senior secondary English major and a communications minor. Uh, so Hannah is also, listen, this is going to take a while. So hey, hold me on. Too. <laughs> I'm, me I'm too. worried about you. How's the I'm same? Worried. Secondary to English? Okay. Anyways, go ahead. <sighs> this is the scrub part. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to take a little bit. So Hannah, three years at the rocket. This is your second year editor in chief. We're going to go down through your list of accomplishments here real quick, but it's rather lengthy. So SRU student leader of the year in 2020. You have a 4.0 overall GPA, which is super impressive. And you presented at the Fall National College Media Convention. And the Rocket keeps racking up these awards. So, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We're also joined by Brianna Spagnolo, who is a sophomore biology major. So, Brianna, if you have been on our Rock Learning Now webpage was part of that team this summer that got together and put that program together. So if you want to check out Brianna or learn more about Brianna, she recorded the video, the classroom experience. So Brianna, I got to ask, how'd you get, how'd you get roped into that one? You know, they, they sent out an email and they were like, we really need some superstars here. Sign me up now. Um, so there are actually about probably 12 students <laughs> that were a part of that team and they did just reached out. And honestly, um, pretty much everyone was involved, heavily involved in the website. And then just a couple students offered to do the YouTube videos for them. And they did a great job. It was really fun. And we got to go back on campus and record those. So definitely check them out. Right. And if you haven't heard of this yet, you should go check it out because these students and the staff and the administration that worked on this this summer, I mean, they put in a lot of time getting this together in a short amount of time. And uh, we're really grateful for that and we appreciate it. So if you haven't, please check it out. But seriously, ladies, uh, thank you for joining us today. You two are absolutely amazing. I mean, just going through your list of accomplishments and what you've done uh, as a senior. Hannah, I can't believe you're a senior, by the way. It feels like you were just a freshman. Like that's it's so crazy to me. Terrifying, right? I know, I right? feel the Trust same me. way. I feel Trust old. <laughs> Listen, I'm not getting any younger, right? Four years ago. But it is really impressive. I mean, at this point in my life, when I was your age, the only thing someone could have said about me in college was, I can't believe he's still here. Uh, so <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. Um, but today... We still say that now. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you're not wrong. So now you just got me all... <laughs> off track. Here we go. You definitely caught him off guard. More <laughs> dead air. <laughs> So we're a few weeks into the semester. How's it going? Definitely chaotic. Um, I can definitely say I'm a little bit relieved. It is almost the end of the second week. It's been a lot to keep a hold of and just kind of figure out. Um, Definitely a challenge being all of my classes are online, especially as a bio student and even the labs. So just trying to keep my head focused and all of my schedules aligned with using Outlook and 
D2L and teams and all of that. So, yeah. And we're going to, we're going to unpack a lot of what you just talked about there. Um, but real quick. So if anyone's wondering what Brianna's schedule is, environmental biology, OCHEM 1, OCHEM lab, genetics and genetics with a lab. I'm so oh, and sorry. you also have a stress management class. So thankfully you have the stress management class because all that other nonsense is stressing me out just reading it. I right? know. They the in the stress management class, she's like, Why did you choose this class? I'm like, honestly, I, I just I'm gonna definitely need stress management after after this year that we've had. I need stress management reading it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's legit. And that's, we definitely want to talk about that experience as a, as a chemistry major um, in that lab component for sure. And how it's gone. But Hannah, what about you? Um, We're hanging in there. Um, As of right now, the majority of this week is just getting a hold of my role at the rocket and getting us all solidified. Um, We got new Macs in the lab right before spring break fully intending to come back and have our first print as soon as we returned. But as we all know, that sadly did not happen. So we're working on getting print editions revamped for as long as we can for this semester. So we're working out those technical issues now. I'm actually going to be leaving right after this to go to the office in order to figure that out. And then I'm just figuring out my own schedule. Um, it's a little busy. Each yeah, edition is insanely different. Right. Your schedule's no slouch either. Uh, some middle-level English stuff. Uh, you got your wellness class, ed psych, practicum. Hopefully we can get that figured out and get you with some students. Actually, hopefully. I'm not going to do anything, so hopefully someone can. Uh, but you also have that apocalyptic lit class. Like how perfect Oh my goodness. I love, like, I love that professor so much. I've had that professor in the English department for, I think this is my fourth class with yeah this is my fourth class with her so we'll give a shout out to dr permenter there yeah yes absolutely dr permenter is awesome but um i finished my english um the part of my english part of my degree over the summer through a online course through a different university so i had three credits open that i can take and i saw that she was teaching this one i was like yeah there's no way i should turn that down so (laughs) it's nice to have to be able to analyze apocalyptic literature through the, especially as someone living through this pandemic right now, it's just so incredibly fascinating. Like, obviously we're just getting into the class and everything. So I can't like say too much about everything, but it's just unbelievably fascinating for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sweet. Why not? Right. Perfect timing. Have at it. I mean, it may not be organic chemistry, which is at the top of all of our lists. (laughs) Definitely a challenge. No doubt. So actually, go ahead. Sorry. I cannot, it's okay. I cannot imagine being a person trying to take a lab right now. So I give you full kudos. I mean, I'm more the arts first. Yeah. I have genetics and OCHEM, you know, just really trying to test out that stress management class and see if it works. So actually, since you brought it up again, can you walk us through kind of what that looks like for you now? Obviously I'm not in the science um, and none of us in here are, are in the sciences. So can you kind of just walk us through what that experience is, how it's going, things like that? Yeah. So um, a shout out to the biology department. They have been super hands-on even before the pandemic. Um, just that department specifically, I've worked so closely with obviously being a part of their major and they really want to help the students. Um, I've had so many professors, even, you know, being last year, being a first year student that 
reach out to me personally. Um, they check in with you and they want to hear about your personal lives and your academic lives. So um, they really just focus on the well-being of their students. Um, kind of fast forward to spring, we were kind of thrown into that. And being a science major, it's very hands-on. And there's a lot of courses, obviously, at Slip Rock that are like that with those lab components. So you definitely lose, yeah, you definitely lose out in a sense because you're missing out on that hands-on experience. I will say they've done, um, you know, I think the best that they can do at this time to try and get us, obviously some labs are still in person and um, the others are not, but they're actually video recording students doing labs, which is new for this semester as opposed to last, whenever we kind of um, just got the results of like if I was in my chem lab, they would send us the results of an experiment and then we would just analyze it. And then oh, we so you get to watch the lab being conducted. Yeah. So this and semester we're, and then do the, yeah. Analysis. And then you do your report. So that's been helpful Sweet. in seeing it still, you know, not necessarily in person, but on that video helps a lot to be able to taking out that hands-on experience, but kind of putting it in a virtual sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Are the yeah. videos that you're watching, are they videos of, of SRU faculty and students or is it some, is a publisher content? Um, no, actually. So um, the one class right now that's doing it is my organic chemistry. Um, genetics is a little bit different, but the OCHEM professor actually records the first group that comes into the lab and it's SRU students and they send it right out to us. Wow. That's awesome. That's Sweet. really amazing. Awesome. Yeah, there's something to be said for um, Slippery Rock produced content. I think we saw that in our academic success committee trying to do the rock learning now. There's a lot of content out there, but if we can cater to our students here at Slippery Rock and see what they need, definitely helps. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Shout out, who's that professor? Um, that is Dr. Chen. Awesome. That's a lot I of work. Dr. Chen for putting all that together. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it is. It's different. We all know it's different. And it's every class has its own challenges, but there are certainly ones out there that have greater challenges. I mean, I can sit here and, and BS to my students on Zoom all day, just like I'm in a normal class. But, you know, it's a whole different ballgame when you're trying to trying to do a lab with a, whatever it is you do. Something like that, right? <laughs> Listen, I took one chemistry class. It was in high school and it did not go well. See, so I went to a pretty big high school. I was in, you know, the A and B classes and all of that, but never made my way to organic chemistry. So it's quite, quite the challenge of trying to figure out all the different structures and molecules. It's back to all that line drawing that you did in elementary school, but actually putting like scientific wording to it, kind of. Yeah, you didn't go. To, you went to Seneca Valley High School, which is a I giant did. high school. It's right. Six hundred and eighty kids yeah. I graduated with, and we were the largest graduating class. And so you far. had a 4.0 GPA in high school. So. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Don't Hannah's over there. Like just, yeah, that's awesome. Hannah had a 4.0 GPA too from freedom. Yeah, exactly. Overachievers, all of you. <laughs> and it was funny though. So I grew up, I graduated from Mars high school actually. So okay. not too far away from either of you, but I lived in Conway at one point. So when that popped really? up, I'm like, I used to live in Conway. Yeah. The train tracks, I was one block up from the tracks. I, I live right next to one of those George Washington walks on this road at some yep. point in history with the, I can't remember the year that's listed on there, but uh, yeah, I live at the, I probably shouldn't be giving my location away for my family <laughs> on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Somewhere I live in Conway. Farther, I mean, you have a train, so it's kind of just what 
It's yes. just vertical. <laughs> yes, it is just vertical. I was at the bottom. I'm higher up than yeah. you were. I'm higher. Ooh, up than you is were. that like a dig? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of ways that you're higher up than I am. So I'm no. not. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone heard that intro. <laughs> Indeed. Sure. Yeah. My GPA was not a 4.0 in high school or college. So yeah. all right, enough about all that nonsense. So what we really want to talk about again, Brianna, we appreciate the perspective on lab. We want to talk more general about not just this semester, because we, we know that there's challenges this semester. Um, but we want to talk not about teaching and learning at Slippery Rock in general, right? Because our audience here is primarily faculty. Um, mm -hmm. This is produced by the Center for Teaching and Learning. So it is a resource to help faculty get better at what they do, not just now in fall 2020 while we're trying to teach online, but in spring 2021 with whatever that's going to look like in fall 2021 and all the way down the road. So um, I'm going to ask you to, we're going to travel back in time here a little bit. So Hannah, I'm going to ask you to go back to fall 2017 when you were a freshman and uh, Brianna fall 2019 when you were a freshman and um, travel back in time with me here. So I want you to think about what it was like as a freshman coming from Renfrew PA and Conway PA and you move into Slippery Rock for weekend of welcome because you both would have had weekend of welcome at that point. And I want you to think about that first weekend. So picture yourself moved into your dorm, going through orientation, getting your schedule, trying to figure out what is going on in your world. And then Monday rolls around and you're in class for the first time. So I want you to think about that first semester of classes. Uh, if you can't remember exactly what classes you had, I'd be happy to pull up your transcripts and go over them with you. No, but I want you to just think about, think about that first week of class. Think about those classes that you were in. And what was one of your favorite, maybe not classes, but experiences that first year, that first semester as a freshman? You can think about that for a minute, and I'm going to ask you to kind of walk us through your thought there. Okay. Definitely a lot to process because, uh, <laughs> so I've always tried to be extremely busy at Slippery Rock, but my first year versus the last three years has been drastically different. Um, I actually moved in before Weekend of Welcome. I was part of the Marching Pride way back when, <laughs> for a year. So I'm really grateful I had that experience. I knew people in the Margin Pride through high school concerts I went to um, through PMEA. So I knew some students through there. And then I was also very fortunate because I was in honors living for two years as well. So many of my close friends from way early in my freshman year, the people I had classes with were my neighbors. So that was beyond helpful for me. So the classes that I really enjoyed the most were those classes where I knew people in my major and I knew people in the honors and I can just go back and we can talk over the professor and the classes and everything. So I, you might be able to verify this, Dr. Lynch, but I'm pretty sure I had two honors classes and those two I remember the most from that semester for sure. And then, of course, a shout out to the Protege program. I was part of that too and dropping involved in the major right away too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was unique for you and that you did have that Protege experience. Um, that's not what we're going to go into here in this episode, but right. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Uh, Brianna, what about you? What was your favorite class that fall or what was something that stuck out to you? Yeah, I can talk a little bit on that first weekend that you move in and that um, obviously I came from, even though my high school is quite large, I came from a small area and I'm the youngest of seven kids. So I wasn't kind of, we were sh- kind of sheltered, I would say like in a bubble, um, just at the area that we grew up in and everything. So coming into Slippery Rock, not too far from home, but the second that I stepped out of the car, it was so new to me. Um, there were, you know, the wild weekend members that come up to you and they help you unpack your car and take you up to your dorm. I actually lived in the LLC living, which was, um, specific for health and science majors, which was a great opportunity for me to meet people. Um, just, and actually none of them were bio majors. They were all XI or, um, public health, you know what I mean? So that was interesting that it wasn't students that I necessarily had classes with. And then I actually did a random roommate as well. Um, and only met her the first day that we moved in together. So that experience for me was so out of my realm of comfort that I think that stood out to me. And from then on that first day of being at Slipper Rock, I constantly wanted to challenge myself to be uncomfortable at Slipper Rock because it was so close to home, but I wanted to experience new things. Um, I kind of got stuck with a nice freshman schedule where I had 8 a.m. bio and then 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I definitely had an early start to my day. And obviously um, that kept me pretty busy for throughout the day, even studying for those classes. But I did get involved in the Emerging Leadership Experience, which was a large portion of my freshman first semester at freshman year. And that probably stood out the most to me because it got me involved on campus in so many different aspects and has carried on to my sophomore year. Yeah. And so we're not going to go too much into the student life aspect because, you know, we're, we're, we just don't have time to talk about everything, but our first year students this year, you know, there's obviously some component of that, but not the same experience you had. So as faculty, we're recognizing that that, that gap exists, right? That you don't have that rich experience isn't, in the same manner that the two of you ex- just expressed with with what your experience is. And so what we're trying to think about, especially for, for those of us that teach our first year students is how can we try to create that atmosphere, that environment, that, that sense of one, challenge you, bring you into the community, but also make you feel supported, but do it in a classroom in a virtual setting. And so I guess, what I want you to think about, and this can be specific, not just your freshman year and your first semester, it could be any of them, but think about, I want you to think about a class that really stood out to you. Um, good, in a, in a good, positive way. Something, either a professor you really connected with or a class you really connected with in a certain way. And what was it about that either professor or just the characteristics of that class that that really makes that class stand out to you? Yeah, I can speak a little bit on that. Um, My first semester freshman year, I had my biology class and all of those students, um, we were put into a lecture and then taken into the lab. And a lot of the people that I had in that class, we kind of, um, Dr. Forbes was the professor there. He is an amazing man and he really just encouraged us all to kind of become a family. Yep. Shout um, out to Dr. Forbes. Yeah, sure. he, he is awesome. And he taught us in a way that um, promoted question asking. I think a lot of students are scared to ask questions because they don't want to seem uneducated, but you're there at school to be educated. And he was very um, welcoming and inviting 
in that sense, not only in his personality, but just the way that he carried his class. He constantly um, contacted us via email and outside of the class. And then inside class, he made time for each student, even in a large lecture. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, like you said, that's a tough class too. It's not like you're just getting into, I'm not going to say any class in particular because whatever. But what about you, Hannah? So there's three classes, um, mainly that I can think of all of them from the same professor, writing for non-print media, young adult literature, and practicum teaching writing from the wonderful Dr. Oldikowski, T.O. in the English department. I say him specifically because I knew going into Slippery Rock that I wanted to be part of the Rocket. I knew I wanted to be in student journalism in some way because that's one of my subspecialties I wanted to get into as a future high school or middle school English teacher, student journalism and communication. But I was never able to really express that in an academic context before. So being able to go into writing for nonprint media, be assigned a paper about any topic I wanted to talk about concerning multimodality, and that being student journalism and being able to present that paper later at a state conference was mind blowing to me. I didn't realize that I can research and write a paper about humanities before. It sounds so silly saying now in college, but like in high school, I, that would have changed everything if I knew, truly. Yeah, so sadly, and I did have another paper through um, practicum teaching writing that I was going to present on campus, but obviously that opportunity got shut down because of COVID. So hopefully one day I will present that as well. But truly, I'm very grateful to T.O. for opening that door to me because I, that was truly mind blowing to me and truly course shifting for me in order to just be able to dive into that content, um, content, being able to interview actual teachers in the field about video production and writing instruction too. It was just yeah, One of my favorite awesome. sets of classes for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So what, I guess then without maybe not going class specific, but what are some of those characteristics of all of your educational experience here in any of your classes, the ones that seem to stand out? Like what's the, what's the thing or things, I guess, that really resonate with you as a student? I'll take it as a hard skill and soft skill approach because I think there needs to be a balance of both because I did have professors that shifted one way or the other and those I didn't feel like were as effective or as meaningful. Obviously, every experience in Slipper Rock I take with me and I truly value and appreciate, but I feel that the professors who have the balance of being able to explore the content area together and at the same time recognizing that we're all people at the end of the day and things are going to happen and life is going to happen and being able to have conversations with them and explain what's happening or have conversations just not related to the content area at all. I just feel that that balance is really important to me personally. And I'm sure a lot of other students as well, especially with student mental health and on campus and especially during this year sure. out of all years. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely say um, flexibility is probably something, too, that professors at Slippery Rock specifically are really good about because you have a little bit of a smaller class size that you can deal with. But it's the professors that have been able to kind of not just push through content, but really focus on how the class is going. And if we're moving faster or slower, grasping certain um, content or not, and they can alter the schedule a little bit. 
I think that's there's something to be said to responding to that change and doing it in a way that fits your students the best. Yeah, <laughs> well put. Um, and I think that's even more so true given the current semester, right? And what we're what we're all experiencing and what we're trying to do as both faculty, but also as students. So I guess, how do those characteristics, how do those principles, are you seeing them now this fall? Because it is different. It's a different feel from the spring, right? In the spring, it was that knee jerk reaction. But now that it's fall, you know, we're in this game for the long run, or at least for the next, well, the end of these 15 weeks. So yeah, I'll let you answer that one. Yeah, I would have to say that um, the professors are doing a good job of doing the best that they can. And I think there was a lot of um, resources that they had over the summer too that probably helped from spring to fall. I've definitely seen a shift. Um, a lot of these professors are trying to make it as personable as possible. And they're doing, um, you know, like even do, having Zoom calls. I didn't have any Zoom classes last semester and being able to see those professors and hear from those professors directly is huge for me because I'm in those hands-on courses. So having them reach out to us in the class, take the time to get to know us still, I think plays a good portion in that. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Not sure if I have too much to add to that, to be honest. That's basically how I view it too. I mean, last semester, once we shifted online, I was in one communication class for English and none of them had a synchronous component that was required. So there were office hours via Zoom and I had meetings for the Rocket and TV via Zoom. So I did have some kind of interaction with my advisor, Dr. Fleming and the other students. But at the same time, the in the class, it just was on my own, basically, or discussion boards. And, you know, there's only so much that you can get out of a discussion board by reading and responding. Right. Even especially if there's not a profile picture, so you can even connect a face to a name. Absolutely. I find that difficult sometimes, yep. too, and I'm sure many professors do as well. Yes. So yes. I'm very grateful. <laughs> I All of my classes that are online, except one, are synchronous. So three of my four classes are synchronous and I really do appreciate that I have that time to look forward to in order to connect with the content and not be able to ask questions in real time. I've experienced yeah. that on the opposite side too. I mean, even as a faculty member, Hannah, I did the same thing whenever we shut down in March. I think there was a knee jerk reaction of like, okay, I'm going to try and make as little waves as possible. I'm going to do this asynchronously coach and help some help things through. But then once we hit fall, I, I really wanted to do the synchronous aspect. So we're doing Zoom meetings. We have some asynchronous content, but I'm, I'm able to connect with my students. And even though it's Zoom and I'm looking at 25 squares across the screen, I, I feel such a uh, I feel more of a connection that I miss at the end of last right. spring, you know, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. Just having that classroom environment, even though it's just, you know, we're still disconnected and we're still in our own places, but it, it, it brings back what Slippery Rock is good at, right? One of those things we, we build that community we and we're able to do that uh, even at a distance. So I agree with you. I think that's one of the my favorite things so far this fall is still trying to, I mean, it gets clunky, right? We're not great at it yet, but yeah. it, it still builds in that community aspect of a classroom for sure. Right. And I absolutely get why it, there weren't, a, there wasn't a huge push for synchronous in the spring, especially for international students who had to go home unexpectedly. I would feel terrible if I had to wake up at either 2 or 3 a.m. in order to attend a class in a different time zone. So I 100% get it. And if at any 
international students going through that this year. I am so greatly sorry, <laughs> but I, I, I truly, I don't think there's anything negative I can say about any of the professors that I personally had as well. Like everyone that I've seen has been truly trying the best for themselves and their students. And especially during this time, I don't think there's really much more that we can ask for truly. So I, we're sort of asking you to speak for, for all the students here. Um, but we're also not asking you to speak for all the students, but what, I guess if you could, so this is primarily for faculty, what would you want to communicate with our faculty? What would you want, what do you want to tell them? I want to start by saying thank you. Um, I don't think professors hear that enough. I think it's very hard to, I noticed over the summer working with staff members that just as much as we were kind of left in the dark, so were you, um, just from any decisions that were being made from, you know, the head people, because nobody knew what was going to happen. So um, thank you to all of you guys for obviously, you know, still upholding that slippery rock tradition of the staff members being there for the students. And, um, it, and we know it's a work in progress. So I think anything that you guys can do and anything that we can do it's, as students, if you can reach out to us, you know what I mean, in the classes to, to help in any way and to make it a better experience for both sides, staff and students. We certainly appreciate that. The only possible thing I can add to that is as a future educator to this, just being able to see faculty come together, one, in an emergency, turn around your class in two weeks notice, and two, taking the summer to make the class the best it could be in a multimodal or fully virtual setting is beyond incredible. <laughs> it is definitely not easy. It's not what you all signed up for. I mean, obviously, we didn't anticipate this pandemic happening. No one, none of us did. But truly, thank you. I don't know if I have anything else to add to what Brianna said, truly. But if there's anything that students can do for faculty, too, I mean, by all means, ask. So I guess on that note, then my next question is, what do you want to tell your peers? We will get through this. A hundred percent. We will get through this. But at the same time, please do your part. Um, the Rocket actually released an editorial on this a couple of weeks ago. So that's editorial called Just Checking In. We had two parts to that. So the first part was saying, do what you have to do. Um, don't go to large gatherings. Sadly, Slippery Rock had to send an email out because there's been multiple large gatherings. So if you're doing that, please stop with all respect. <laughs> um, so do your part, wear a mask if you are physically able to. That, all of that, um, clean your space before and after using it if you're on campus. But at the same time, especially with um, the Rockets coverage on mental health last year, we also wanted to say, check in with yourself, check in with your friends. And at the end of this, we will all be on the other side of this. We will all be back at Slippery Rock and we're all going to be moved on from this and looking back in COVID as a distant, terrible memory at some point. But we will get through this. And then uh, trying to think of the number one resources on campus. Uh, student support and the student counseling center and student health center. If you need those at any point, give them a call. Yeah. Well said Hannah. And I want to echo the, the wellness, you know, the checks, like, look, it's important not just for students. We're talking to everyone here, faculty. I know first couple of weeks of this semester, we're a few weeks in now. And, you know, I know people are, people are, are still stressed uh, with, not just the uncertainty now, but just it's a different instructional modality and it's tough for some of us. I get it. 
So the, that wellness check, it goes out to all of you. Get some sleep. You all need it. We all need it. Uh, Brianna, you want to add anything to that? Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not an ideal situation. Like there's just like Hannah said, we didn't sign up for this. You didn't sign up for this. Um, just kind of to our peers and also to the professors, be practice your patience. Um, and what we can do is work together and get through it. And that's all that you can ask for. Well, ladies, we really do appreciate you coming on and just giving us your thoughts, your opinions. Uh, we one appreciate your support. Uh, that it is nice to hear. Like you said, Always. it is Always. definitely nice to hear. So we appreciate all of that. And we appreciate the time and you two are absolutely fantastic. Uh, I know you'll do awesome things. And Brianna, we get, uh, we get to have you around for a couple more years. Hannah, you're going to be student teaching in the spring and then off to the education world you go. Congratulations. It's going to be awesome. It'll be so much Thank fun. Uh, one final question, ladies, before I let you off the hook. And uh, it's, what do you wish your 40-year-old self would come back and tell you now? Huh. A good one. That is a good one. It's yeah. going to a little bit of thought, though. Yeah. We can stall for you. We're really good at talking about nothing while you think. <laughs> Jeremy, I could tell you what I would tell my my 40-year-old self. Have to what go I would back in the past. <laughs> yeah. Do that. They have to go to the future and then come back. You have to go back and then come to the present. But the things I would say. Like a decade ago. <laughs> like, no, that beard was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I can still go into the future. So this one's hard for me. Yeah, I, I got to do it. Right? <laughs> or Brian. <laughs> but coming at you. He's <laughs> used to it. Easy target. Right, you're still not getting out of the question though, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, you know, obviously that's so, you know, kind of far away, but as we saw, like time flies by, time flies by. Okay. So, you know, we've looked at 2020 seems like it was, you know, forever ago, like, and look at how far everything has come. And I think a lot of it, like I just put an emphasis on perspective. Life is about perspective and um, it's constantly shifting. So there's, there's nothing that you can um, like don't have any regrets because you can't change the decisions that you make right now, but look at every situation and choice that you make and see how it's changed you, how it's caused you to grow. Love it. Very stoic of you. <laughs> and true. I need another second here. I would keep say, <laughs> I would say just to remember to keep things one step at a time. Like, obviously, like I have small goals for myself that are very short term, like, you know, getting certified, certified to teach and completing my degree. But at the same time, I have larger goals, like getting married, starting a family, having a stable job at some point, possibly going back into getting a higher level degree, such as a master's or a doctorate. But at the same time, I'm one to very much overwhelm myself with things very easily <laughs> and like keeping myself busy. So I just, and especially with high school teaching, middle school teaching, almost being like a marathon getting from August to June, <laughs> I think just taking things one day at a time, one step at a time and trusting the process and trusting that it'll be worked out is something I'll need to remind myself forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Once again, well said. Yep, yeah. last words. So, Hannah, is it right if I share your Twitter name? Yeah, go for it. 
Uh, it's at H Shumsky, S-H-U-M-S-K-Y underscore E-D. Uh, follow her on Twitter. Also check out The Rocket if you have not yet done that. And once again, if you have not taken the time to go on the Rock Learning Now website, not just to check out Brianna's video, but all the content that that group put together this summer. Uh, again, credit goes out to all of them. And that's a wrap. Once again, ladies, good luck. Thank Appreciate you. Thank it. Thank you so much. We'll talk it was to you. meeting you guys. The podcast for teaching and learning is produced and edited by me, Nick Artman, Assistant Professor of Communication. Your hosts are Jeremy Lynch, Associate Professor of Special Education, and Brian Danielson, the Director of the Center for Teaching and Learning at Slippery Rock University. This podcast is sponsored by the Center for Teaching and Learning at Slippery Rock University in Slippery Rock, PA. The mission of the Center for Teaching and Learning is to serve as a resource for faculty that fosters a culture of excellence and innovation in teaching, learning, and scholarship. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast for teaching and learning wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.